It's a phrase from popular movies. It's also a question that comes up in our daily life. The question is, is that even legal? We talk about the things that drive you crazy, the things you won't believe, and the things you need to know and understand. I'm attorney Bob Sewell, and this is the podcast, Is That Even Legal? Let's get started. On the show here today is Pernell McGuire. He's the managing partner of Davis Miles McGuire Gardner. He's also a specialist in bankruptcy law. Pernell, welcome. Thanks, Bob. It's great to be here. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to have you on is because I read a story in the news. Ryan Wolfson, he's an epileptic, he's in Delaware, and he's a graduate of Penn State. And because of his particular medical condition, he wasn't able to pay for his daily needs, much less services, student loan debts, which were substantial. The student loan debts were, between principal and interest, over $100,000. And so he goes to bankruptcy court, and he gets a discharge from the bankruptcy judge. And the judge says there's no way he could pay these back in lay people's terms. That's what he says. The Department of Education gets involved files an appeal. And there's a lot of public outrage about the appeal because this guy is very sympathetic, right? Sure. And eventually the Biden administration, the President Biden's administration asked that the Department of Education cancel the appeal and the appeal is dismissed. So what's going on here? Is it legal to discharge student loans? You know, it is legal. But difficult. Tell me about that. So in bankruptcy, it's always been legal to eliminate your student loan debt, but you have to do so by filing a special complaint and obtaining a hardship discharge. And it is extremely difficult to meet the criteria necessary to receive a hardship discharge. You have to show that you are, for the most part, almost completely disabled and, like Mr. Wolfson, unable to pay even your minimal monthly living expenses. And you also have to show that that condition is likely to continue into the foreseeable future. And uh, so it's extremely difficult. It's there in the code. The vast majority, I would say, 95% of people who seek a hardship discharge do not receive one. And so in this case, um, the uh, Biden administration was put in a difficult position. Uh, they, they want to make sure as guarantors of debt that they are Um, preserving those rights, protecting those rights. And so they filed an appeal. On the other hand, President Biden has made it uh, a campaign issue and now part of his presidency to uh, eliminate as much student loan debt as he possibly can, which he has done through other programs. Uh, But at that point in time, here he's trying to uphold um, and protect the government's interests as guarantors of student loan debt. On the other hand, they ultimately wind up withdrawing the appeal uh, on this gentleman's uh, case. And that's just put back into the public eye whether or not President Biden has the power or authority on his own outside of the bankruptcy process to forgive or eliminate student loans. You know, st- student loans are a crisis. They're a crisis level. Um, I have heard that they have reached $1.75 trillion or, or thereabouts, right? I mean, that's what yeah. one, one person informed me of this. Aren't we needing good, strong laws on this subject? 
Absolutely. I mean, let me just give some context to how much that is. I mean, total consumer debt is broken down into a few areas, mortgage debt, student loans, uh, consumer credit card debt, and automobile loans. And total consumer debt, including all four of those, is about $11 trillion. So just student loans themselves represent almost 20% of the total consumer debt in our country. And $1.75 trillion, it's hard to even imagine how much money that is. But a billion dollars sounds like a lot, and it is a lot of money. If you stacked a billion $1 bills up on top of each other, they would reach 67 miles into the sky. But if you stacked a trillion dollars on top of each other, it would extend 67,000 miles into the sky. I mean, it's just an unimaginable uh, amount of money. And so it's a huge issue. It's a huge issue for our economy. And uh, the advocates for elimination of student loan debt say that it's weighing our economy down. You have people who can't uh, be productive economic citizens because they can hardly pay their monthly student loan payments and the federal government needs to take action. There's also people who say that colleges have overcharged for degrees that don't allow people to earn a living. And so it's sort of a bait and switch. Come to our school and and get a degree in, in the performing arts or some uh, history or whatever it is. And then you get out and you find that you're not uh, able to compete in this economy. And so these folks are saying, we need, we need relief. Biden, as part of his um, campaign and now as part of his presidency, has indicated that uh, he wants to do his best to be able to eliminate student loan debt. What's on the books? But what's on the books now? If, if I want relief for my student loans, what can I actually do? So... There's a number of programs that are already uh, in effect to help people manage their student loans. It doesn't allow you to necessarily uh, not pay them at all, but it allows you with uh, some ways to, to, to pay them and, or, or pay a part of them uh, until you're able to pay your, your regular payment. So there's what's called an income contingent repayment plan. So you can uh, go to a website um, and uh, sign up for a program that allows you to pay as much as you can afford to pay. And that's what income contingent means. So you put in your information about how much money you make and what your monthly living expenses are, and then it shows what you have left over, and that's the amount that you have to pay. Now, that amount will either increase or decrease based upon your annual income, and you have to submit annual tax returns, and they monitor that program. But, but if you do that and you make payments for 20 years, anything that's not paid after that 20 years is then eliminated. So that's on the books. Um, if you are uh, permanently disabled, there's a program that allows the federal government, in this case the Secretary of Education, to eliminate your student loans. You have to prove that you're permanently disabled. And again, like in bankruptcy, it's a pretty high standard, difficult to prove. Sometimes uh, it's been the program's been criticized as being arbitrary and inconsistent in terms of who gets that relief and who doesn't. But nevertheless, if you can prove permanent disability, you can get some relief. Uh, if you work for um, the public, like a teacher, if you work for the government, uh, there's a program whereby if you make um, 120, 10 years worth of consecutive payments after that period of time, 
if there's anything else that's owed on your student loans, that can be eliminated. That one has been uh, criticized as well, too. There's been, been some inconsistencies in this application. At least that's the concern, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and so it's hard to know once you apply for that. And of course, that takes 10 years before you receive relief from your student loans. And um, uh, teachers um, are complaining that, well, we can't wait 10 years to receive relief. We need the relief now. We can't pay our student loan payments right now. Uh, there's also another program which allows the Secretary of Education to eliminate debt if there's been outright fraud. Uh, these schools or colleges that, that offer programs, or if they even just go out of business completely and you weren't able to get your degree, um, then the Secretary of Education can, can forgive that debt. So based upon those programs, the ad, there's, there's this um, difference in opinion as to whether Biden has the power on his own to eliminate student loan debt. And the advocates for, the, for that position say that they've already eliminated uh, debts under all these programs. Uh, I think the number is somewhere between 10 and $15 billion of student loan debts have been forgiven since President Biden uh, took, took the presidency. So uh, they're claiming that uh, he already has that power to do that. The Secretary of Education has been doing it for the last year. Um, unfortunately, from a constitutional um, standpoint and analysis where we talk about who's got the power to do what in our president in, in our in our republic. Um, the the argument is that he doesn't have the power to unilaterally eliminate student loan debt without Congress giving him that power. So all of the programs that we just talked about, uh, for example, the the, the, the public servant um, um, act, which allows you to eliminate student loans if you're a teacher or um, the total disability, those are all um, programs that were established by Congress through laws that they enacted. Right. And so the argument is that <clears throat> President Biden may not eliminate student loan debt unless Congress authorizes him to. And when we talk about student loan debt, we're not talking about all student loans. We're specifically talking about federal-backed student loans, right? That's correct. Federally guaranteed student loans. And so when we say eliminate, what are we actually saying? When, when, when the politicians and the demagogues say, on either side, they say the student loan debt will be eliminated, what does that actually mean? Well, let me go back and just talk about this difference between federally guaranteed student loans and private student loans. Okay. So the federal government, of course, only has the power to forgive uh, loans that they have federally guaranteed. They don't have the power to come in and interfere with a private contract. So if you go in and you borrow money from the bank and you use those funds to, to fund your education, that's not what we're talking about. Okay. We're talking just about loans that were obtained uh, through the federal government and, and, and guaranteed there. So – um, in terms of uh, you know what Congress, excuse me, what the president can do to to, to eliminate that, um, what we're saying is that he or let, let's just take one of these statutes. If you if you qualify for relief under that statute, it means that debt is gone; it goes away. Um, you're no longer ever personally responsible to repay it. Okay. And so one of the criticisms too is that is that if you give the president sort of this uh, carte blanche authority, what they're asking is, and what they're saying that he can do is forgive up to $50,000 per borrower of student loan debt. 
and that he has the authority to do that across the board. So you have people who legitimately can afford to repay their student loans right. uh, who would also receive that forgiveness. There's no means testing. There's no, there's no regulation. There's no program there if he can just unilaterally eliminate all of that debt. And, of course, the people who borrowed money and have repaid it uh, in terms of student loans are saying, uh, how is that fair? How is that just? that uh, you know, these people get to get relief from paying their student loans while I had to pay mine back. Why does and, a doctor or a lawyer need that, you know, who's making good money? Why do they need that help? Exactly. So, um, you know, it's, it's far from certain. And I think President Biden, quite frankly, has backed off a little bit um, on saying that he has the unilateral authority to, to do this. Uh, his constituents are pressing him a little bit. And no doubt this Wolfson case uh, is going to heat that pressure back up uh, for him to take a stand on that. So, but when they say eliminate, that's eliminated as to the borrower, but then it's paid by the taxpayer, right? It's federally guaranteed, exactly. And so the federal government, somebody has to pay that money back. The, okay. the money was loaned by a private institution. It was just federally guaranteed. And so that private institution is going to expect that they get that money back and so the, the, the federal government is either going to have to pay that private institution. There are other loans that come directly from the federal government, though, and those monies simply would not be repaid. But then that creates a deficit in, our, in, our, in the federal government's budget that has to be supplemented through other tax dollars. So either way, the taxpayers pick up the tab of the, of the debt forgiveness if it occurs. So let's say I'm a borrower suffering from student loan debt, okay? And I've had some sort of tragic happening in my in, happening in my life i expected that i would be a, a construction manager or something and i go to school and i get educated and freak accident and i lose my legs or something like this and i can't get around the job site i can't support myself in my chosen field what do i do who do i go talk to well you can talk to an attorney um, and look at whether or not you might qualify for a hardship discharge in a, in a bankruptcy scenario. In addition, that attorney usually will be aware of these other programs that are available out there and be able to point you in the right direction. In that particular situation, that person may very well qualify for a permanent and total disability discharge of their student loan debt uh, through that program. Now, let me, let me push back on you a little bit because sure. when I, the injured person, and I'm suffering and I don't have any money anymore, I have very little, okay? I used to be able to make X, and now I'm making X minus whatever, right? And I come to you, Purnell, and I say, Purnell, I don't have any legs. I can't do my chosen profession. Uh, can you flat fee this this uh, this uh, 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 proceeding? Yeah, it's a very good question, and it's a real dilemma. We typically handle a standard bankruptcy case on a flat fee. But when it comes to discharging student loans, as I mentioned, it's very difficult to do. And the federal government, and of course they have all the resources uh, imaginable, uh, are probably going to push back. And, and those matters are not done on a flat fee basis. We have to charge hourly, which quite frankly, most people in that situation just can't afford. So a lot of times they're not able to obtain a discharge simply because they don't have the resources to to request one. And this goes to an access to justice issue because, you, and, and I'm not criticizing you because I'm I'm an attorney. I'm in the exact same dilemma you are with other cases. And I, I got a family support. We have employees and all this stuff. 
So we have to charge for our services. Right. But the person who needs it the most, who probably would qualify, they can't afford it. And I feel like the government put us in a catch-22, not us, them. They absolutely have. Uh, and to me, the only real valid and viable solution is for Congress to revisit the bankruptcy code. Right now, it says the only way that you can get a discharge of your student loan debt is through a hardship discharge, like Mr. Wolfson received. But he represents a very, very narrow and limited group of people who can get relief under the bankruptcy code. So Congress could very easily go back in and amend the bankruptcy code. They've done it dozens of times uh, over the past years and amend the code and make it much easier for individuals to receive relief under the bankruptcy code. They, they could almost make it automatic if they wanted to um, because filing bankruptcy is difficult for people. You're not going to find doctors and lawyers and accountants and people who are making a lot of money file a bankruptcy case and ruin their credit. So the vast majority of people who file are people who genuinely need to. And so Congress could very easily make that a much simpler process. That would reduce the cost, uh, enable attorneys to, to bring those cases on behalf of individuals, and provide relief to those who truly need it, as opposed to all of these different government programs that are not applied evenly and somewhat arbitrarily. Um, it would allow a bankruptcy judge to be part of that process to make sure that no one received that discharge who didn't truly deserve it, and it would be much more cost-effective. So we have this situation where, in the bankruptcy code, where Congress has given a remedy, but it isn't an easy remedy to get. I mean, it's hard. Right. And, you know, Congress set it up this way specifically that to have it so the government will fight you if you try to get the relief you're entitled to. Exactly. On the one hand, you've got politicians who are out there saying, we need this relief. We need to get relief to people who are drowning in student loan debt. On the other hand, the only way to get the relief is through a process that's almost impossible to receive. And so it's a real inconsistency that, uh, quite frankly, President Biden is trying to reconcile right now. If I need to get a hold of you to talk about these things, that means the listener does, right? Sure. How do I do that? A uh, number of ways. You can go to our website at davismiles.com. Uh, they can call us on the phone, 480-733-6800. Ask to speak with me, Pernell McGuire. I'll be happy to do a free consultation with anyone who has questions about student loans or bankruptcy or any of these other federal programs and, um, and be happy to visit with them for sure. Thanks for coming in. It really, I really appreciate it. This is a very important subject. And so uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Is That Even Legal? Remember, this isn't legal advice. If you have a legal question for yourself, reach out to an attorney. Remember that we're fun, we're lovable, and we are here to help you. To my listeners in 62 countries across the world, if you have something you want to explore, email us at producer at evenlegal.com. And don't be shy about leaving a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast forum. See you next time.